What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Finance. Today is episode number 20. Um, I didn't even think that I would make it to episode 20, but clearly you guys like the podcast. Um, So I just want to say thank you, first and foremost, for liking it, downloading it, sharing it with your friends. Um, It means a lot, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. But now we will move on to the topic of today, which is tax basics. And this is going to be, well, basic. Um, It's more of a just-in-time episode because taxes for individuals are due at the end of April. So I wanted to get this episode out there so we can talk about how to file, best ways to file, um, certain deadlines, stuff like that. Um, We're not going to get into the specifics of like certain types of deductions or credits or stuff like that. That's going to be a later episode and that's going to be a lot more in depth than this one. Um, But before we get into that, we got to do some housekeeping items as always that this podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not meant as investment advice. My email, my Instagram, they're in the show notes if you want to ask any questions or if you have a real life scenario that you want me to cover on the podcast. If you're interested in a one-on-one personal finance consult, just shoot me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram, and I'm happy to help out in any way. Other than that, let's kick off this episode on the tax basics. So for this podcast, I want to start broad and then get more refined as we go along. Like it's still going to be fairly broad, but we're going to start broad, broad, if you know what I mean. So let's first talk about what taxes are. And I know we all have some idea, but let's just reaffirm that. Taxes are essentially, or is essentially money that the government will charge you, which they will then turn around and spend on other things such as infrastructure, school, uh, the medical system, like stuff that is government funded. Um, so employers, so if you're employed and you have a employer, as I just said, Employers will generally take taxes off of each paycheck at an expected tax rate based on your estimated yearly salary. So that's why when you look at your pay stub and you're like, oh, why are they deducting taxes? It's because they have to. They're required to. Employers are required to take off um, some taxes off your paycheck. And they do this based on what they think your estimated yearly earnings are going to be for them. And then they basically take that percentage off because in Canada, as opposed to some parts of the world, we have different tax rates for different income levels. So um, I think it, it could be called a hierarchy or it could be called a tiered. I think I call it a tiered tax system where if say, if you make under hundred K you're charged at this certain rate, if you're charged between hundred K or if you make between hundred K and 150, you're anything in that range is taxed at this amount. And then it sequentially goes higher pretty much. And then on the other hand, you can have a flat tax rate where everybody is charged, I don't know, a set amount. So like 30% or something like that. Um, so back to what we were talking about, employers taking off an estimated amount. So this really helps at the end of the year because then you aren't paying a ton of taxes at year end. And you almost don't realize the taxes get taken off each paycheck. So how I like to think about this is say they didn't take off any taxes all year, like no taxes got taken off. You're like, fuck yeah, like I'm making so much money. I'm going to spend all this money. And then you do your taxes and then you have like 
20 grand in taxes that you owe. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, this is bullshit. Whereas when they take a little bit off each one and you get a refund or something at the end of the year, you're like, oh yeah, like this is sick. Like it's a very different mindset because you don't even, you almost don't acknowledge that it's getting taken off each paycheck. So the next thing I want to cover is refunds on your tax return. So a lot of people are like, oh, like what was your refund on your tax return? Was it big? Like, oh, like I got 700 bucks. I got $2,000. All this means guys is when you get a refund is that you have overpaid your taxes for the year. So they're just giving you the money back. Um, basically like if your only income was from your employer and you, and they were taking off taxes at a certain tax rate and they took off too much during the year, like more than what your tax rate was, then you basically get any excess refunded back to you. I feel like people like to think that the refund is like free money from the government. Um, but it's actually money you have already paid that they are giving back to you. Hence refund. The government will very, very rarely give you free money. So that's kind of the basics there. Um, the last thing I want to cover in this section is just talking about the different deadlines. So for individuals, I think I've already mentioned this taxes must be filed by April 30th. So end of the month, if you're self-employed, meaning that, I mean, you run your own business or something like that, taxes or tax returns are due by June 15th. So you have a bit more time because they're a little bit more confusing. And if you're a corporation, which we won't cover too in depth, the deadline to file is six months after the end of your fiscal year, technically. So going forward, I'll mostly be talking about individual taxes unless I expressly state otherwise. So now that we've covered the basics of taxes, let's talk about how to actually file your taxes. So I think there's three kind of buckets here. I think some of us may have been doing our own returns for a while. Some of us may just send everything to an accountant and be like, hey, deal with it. And then there's some of us that maybe have never filed. Um, so I think those are the three main classes here. So let's start about let's start by talking about filing by yourself, because I think this is the main way people do it nowadays. And it is the main way I would recommend doing it. Um, precursor here, I'm not going to cover too much on manually filing your taxes, because I don't know of anybody who uses paper to file their taxes anymore. If you do, then uh, maybe reach out and we can talk about it. But generally, I would just go to like the Canada.ca website and download their T1s and stuff, and then you can mail it to them. But I'm not going to be covering too much in depth on that. Anyways, sorry, that was a bit of a side tangent. Um, filing your own taxes is generally the way I would recommend doing it and going through an online software. Unless, so unless your taxes are legitimately confusing. And I know a bunch of people are going to be like, oh, well, my taxes are confusing. I don't understand any of it. No, when I say legitimately confusing, I say you have like multiple properties that are providing income and some of them are international. Maybe you have foreign income coming in. You're a majority shareholder in a business. You are an estate owner, something like that, that makes it legitimately confusing. Then I'd go to an accountant. Um, those things can, can confuse the shit out of you at the best of times. So for that reason, I would go to an accountant. But for majority of people, your taxes are straightforward. 
I'm not saying it's easy for you, but I'm saying it's generally straightforward, meaning that you generally have employment income, maybe some investment income or investment gains, and then some smaller adjustments. Maybe you have like a little bit of, maybe you rent out a place and you get rental income. Like that, that's fairly simple as well still. Um, so if you fit this bill, I'd recommend the GOAT software, TurboTax. I know, everybody loves it. Or most people don't love it, but it is great. So I think TurboTax actually gets a pretty bad rep sometimes because, don't get me wrong, like they try and push fees on you. Like they try and be like, oh, do you want this accountant to review your tax return for 80 bucks? And it's like, no, man, like I'm I'm good. So like for, for this, I feel like they get a bad rep, but you, all you have to do is just be like, no thanks, I'm good. And you have to do that maybe like four or five times throughout the process. It's not arduous by any means. Um, so to me, TurboTax is the GOAT. It's incredibly easy to use. They prompt you pretty easily and you can import everything from your CRA account, which we will get into in a second if you do not have a CRA account. Yes, some of their prompts can be kind of weird and hard to answer, but my recommend, like even I get confused by some of the questions they ask. Like, I'm like, why is this even relevant? I don't understand what this means. I would say just do your best. Like this sounds bad coming from an accountant, but like do your best and you should be good. Um, I don't think the CRA is looking too in depth into each question or each prompt that they ask you and you should be able to fix it regardless um, of the way it goes. But most of them are pretty straightforward. Um, anyways, the most important feature to me is importing everything from your CRA, CRA account is massive, absolutely massive. This one feature can cut down your time doing your taxes by hours. For example, I fucking dread doing my taxes and I'm an accountant, but I hate doing them. I absolutely hate doing them. And I always carve out a super large chunk of time to do them. But this year I did them and it probably took me 30 minutes to 45 minutes, start to finish, like opening my computer to being like, I have filed, I'm going to close my computer. 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Like that's not bad at all. And it's just like a little bit of focus. And well, it's focus. And I also credit this basically all with TurboTax being so easy to use and for the CRA account, basically importing everything. The only thing to note is that if you do have um, investment gains or losses or investment income that are not inside an RSP or TFSA, then, or actually, yeah, that are not inside there, then you'll have to pay about $34 um, to TurboTax for them to be able to process that, which for me uh, is kind of a no-brainer. Um, it's it's $34 to do your taxes. Like for me, that's 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 not a lot of money for something that can honestly cost you a lot of money. Um, so if you've been using an accountant in the past, but now you've listened to this and you're like, why the fuck have I been paying so much money for someone else to do my simple ass taxes? Then what I would do, if you've been using this accountant, then what I would do is I would request, wow, words, request your tax returns from your accountant and say you're doing your own taxes this year. And they'll be like, fuck yeah, like I don't have to deal with your taxes, that's awesome. Um, you won't have to request your tax returns if you have a CRA account or um, if you go and set one up and you can, because they're all basically filed online and CRA can grab everything. 
Um, so I strongly, strongly recommend doing them yourself if, un- unless they're super complex. Like that would be, that'd be the only barrier to not doing them yourself. Like if you have employment income, rent income, um, like investment gains, losses, that kind of stuff, like still do it yourself. Um, I a hundred percent would. It's only when it gets into like foreign income and multiple properties and maybe you own like a timeshare or some shit like that stuff can get confusing. Then I would probably go and get a specialist to do it. The final thing is if you have never filed before, then once again, TurboTax is your friend. You just need to start up an account, which is free, and it'll pretty much prompt you all the way through the process. So the final thing I want to touch on in this tax basics podcast episode is talking about the CRA account. So we know how taxes work. We generally know how to file them, especially through TurboTax because it's the GOAT. And now let's talk about the CRA account. So I'm not going to lie. Um, during my taxes last year, not this year, um, I fucked up my sign-in for my CRA account and got locked out. So I basically had to call them to unlock it. And calling the CRA is a bit of a bitch. And especially because it was like during that COVID time and when there was like COVID benefits and stuff like that. So their holds were fucking forever. So I just put it off for forever. Um, But once I had it, I was like, oh my God, why did I put this off for so long? It is so useful. Like so, so useful. Not only for your taxes, but it'll show you what kind of room you have in your TFSA, um, what kind of deduction room you have in your RRSP. They can send you messages with any updates, like maybe you filed your taxes and then they reassess them, meaning that they were like, hey, like we found something that we want you to look at or we've corrected it for you. Can you um, basically look, take a look at it for us? Um, but they have it all on there and it's super awesome. Um, and most importantly, they collect all your financial information so you can autofill your taxes. This includes information from your employers. So T4s, they can automatically import. Financial institutions. So if you went through TD or RBC and had investment accounts with them, they can import all the gains and losses from the year. Um, online trading platforms, they take stuff from Wellsimple, from Quest Trade and stuff, and they import it into your taxes automatically. So now... When you're doing your taxes, it'll input all that stuff and all you have to do basically is review it and maybe there might be like one or two things you have to input yourself, like super, super easy. But the main thing is, is how do I set up my CRA account? So these are some general steps. Type in CRA account on Google, click on CRA account for individuals, then it'll give you a few options and It'll be either you can sign in through a partner and a partner means like a bank or a financial institution or using a CRA user ID and password. Um, I do the latter. I do the user ID and password, Um, but you can do either. Um, I know some, I know people that do it through a partner and stuff or the other way, but you, and it'll kind of prompt you throughout the process. Um, If you haven't created one before, then all you need to do is register. It's like any other thing, like um, when you're kind of signing up for something. To register, you'll need your basic personal information, like address, your name, all that kind of stuff. You need your SIN number, and it should prompt you for your last year's tax return. It'll ask for a certain number on a line. Um, It'll give you like a line number. So 
that's that's one that you do need. Now, if you don't have last year's tax return, um, I'd go look for it. If you didn't file last year, you might be able to input $0, but don't quote me on that. I'm not exactly sure how that would work if, you have, if you've never filed. Um, if you get this number wrong, like I did, I got this number wrong because I didn't want to look for my tax return, or actually I couldn't find my tax return. I think that was the reason. But anyways, I got it wrong, uh, and I got locked out. And then after that, you'll have to call them. Um, which I thought was going to be more of a bitch, to be honest. Like I did wait on hold, but I also did other things and just kept it on speaker. Um, and I thought they were going to be like, oh, like you fucked up, like you can't get in kind of thing. But they were honestly super understanding and they just kind of ask you other questions to verify, um, who you are and stuff like that. So they might still be like, Hey, can you find your tax return? And then like, go through it that way, but they also might just ask other questions and then unlock your account. Um, then once you finally get logged in, so you've either fucked it up with your last year's tax return and called them, or you've gotten it right and you've just set it up like a normal human, unlike me. Um, so you finally get logged in, then they have to send you a code to make sure you can access all the features. So you have to input your mailing address and they basically send you this code to a mailing address. Yes, snail mail, all that kind of stuff. And so make sure it's a mailing address that you actually use um, and frequent. And then once you get that code, which should take about two weeks, three weeks, something like that, um, then it gets there, you take the code, you punch it into the account that you can log into. You just don't have access to all the features. So you get that code, you enter it in, and then you're basically set. Like you can you can autofill the tax returns. You can see all the you can use all the features that they have. Um, just takes like yeah, like I said, like a couple weeks. So once you get it in, you're all set. It fucking slaps. Um, I really can't recommend the CRA account enough. I know CRA doesn't do a lot of things right, but they did right with the CRA account. It it's super useful and it cut my tax time and basically in half. So that's going to wrap up today's episode on the tax basics, but let's pull it all together into some summary notes here. So taxes for individuals are due on April 30th. If you're self-employed, it's June 15th. TurboTax is the GOAT. Sign up um, unless your taxes are super complex, then I would go to an accountant. And the last thing is CRA account is your best friend. So please... If you don't, if you haven't done it yet for this tax year, you probably won't get the code in enough time, but don't let that, don't procrastinate. I would sign up, get the code so you're good at least for next year, and then it'll autofill all for you. You'll know all your balances in your TFSA and your RSP, and it really just makes your life a whole lot easier. So that's going to wrap it up. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed this part. Po- I don't know if you can enjoy a podcast on taxes, but I really hope that you guys learn something and hopefully you can apply some of this when you are filing your taxes in the next month, or maybe you already have filed and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to use this for next year. Um, I hope that this was applicable and that you guys can kind of use this information when you're filing your taxes. Um, If you have any questions, shoot me an email. Um, As always, if you want something more personalized and custom suited to you regarding your personal finances, shoot me an email, shoot me a message on Instagram and we can set something up. So thanks again, everyone. And I hope you have a great day. I hope your tax filing goes well and we will see you for next week's podcast.